From the PSIA ASI Mobile Studios at the Doubletree in Breckenridge, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair, and we are visiting with Jim Shaw, who is the Rocky Mountain PSIA Telemark Committee Chair. Jim, I've been trying to get a hold of you for years, so thanks for taking the time to chat. I'm glad you got tired as you walked by and needed a chair. (laughs) You're more than welcome. It's my pleasure. It's always, you know, so nice to just shove a microphone in front of somebody, but I've been looking forward to having a discussion with you. So tell us, tell us about what exactly is the job? What does this job entail? Telemark committee chair. Uh, It's it's similar to every other committee chair in that, you know, I'm responsible for overseeing the Telemark Ed staff. Uh, as well as overseeing, and the Telemark Ed staff in, in general formulates the education materials, exams, exam uh, formats. Um, the exam criteria essentially should be a national thing, but exactly how we administer the exams, who gets staff for the exams, who, uh, what are the outlines for clinics, what are the, um, who's going to be staffed in the clinics, and so on, as well as uh, managing the training and direction of Telemark and the Rocky Mountain Division. So how similar is this to the other uh, positions, the snowboard chair, the alpine chair? Uh, well, since I'm actually, I've never been at alpine chair, but I've been on the alpine committee, you know, so I've worked for multiple chairs for 10 years or more. Uh, essentially, our job is exactly the same on the Telemark side. So are you working a lot with uh, Greg Dixon, the new coach on the, the Telemark team? I spend a fair amount of time with Greg. Um, you know, I, I spent uh, whatever it was, a week and a half ago at the fall conference, I spent quite a bit of time with him. We also have uh, a national Telemark task force, which is charged with the responsibility of developing the, the new Telemark national standards. If you're familiar with all the stuff that's gone on with uh, fundamentals and learning outcomes and learning criteria and so on, which uh, any discipline would talk, it's true to it's a similar process with all the disciplines. So I'm on the Telemark task force. So probably 10 hour plus long conference calls, as well as a whole bunch of uh, you know uh, individual or, or work with other Telemark task workers task forcers to develop this whole process and develop the materials that is uh, coming it's going to come and be uh, it's going to be delivered to all the divisions in a sense or it is being delivered to all the divisions currently you know it's slowly working its way in as new national standards and sort of a new national process like I said that's true with all disciplines though is that fun to work on do you like being a part of that <laughs> or is it is it almost like is it is it fun? what am there's I doing a, here? There's a mixed question. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, both. Yeah. Every now and then, uh, it's it's fun because you know I've been a ski instructor for 39 years, basically full time for 39 years, uh, and working on both the Alpine and the Telemark side, uh, it's it's always interesting because after 39 years, I wouldn't have been involved in this if I wasn't interested in the whole aspect of ski instruction. Everything from not just the skiing, but the, the technical aspects of skiing, as well as the teaching aspects, the people skills aspects, the whole thing that goes along with it, the training part of it. So it's fun, but every now and then, as most ski instructors learn during their careers, 
you know, it can get sometimes a little, uh, we get too much into the minutia and it gets a little too nitpicky, you know, and after a while you listen for a while and then you just go, I, I can't do this anymore right now. I just have to go away. So yeah, that's what ends up happening. But yeah, but you keep working your way through it. And the goal is to create uh, a clearer message and more specificity for the, for the members, the PSIA members, so that, you know, when you show up in an event, when you show up at an exam or an assessment, you, you're clear on what you're trying to do and how you can become a better instructor. I mean, that's what our goal is. So, How do you feel that's changed throughout 39 years? Think back, if you can, to your first exam. I'm sure you remember actually clearly. Uh, and <laughs> Doesn't everybody? <laughs> I, that's what I was saying. <laughs> Mine was about 33 years ago, and uh-huh. it seems like it was yesterday. Yeah. But what changes have you seen in the process and uh, really from an examiner's point of view do you feel that uh, the standards are actually more clear now oh I absolutely feel the standards are considerably more clear Uh, the standards are considerably more uh, consistent amongst the examiners Uh, much more clearly written objectives to spell out what needs to happen during the exams you know, and I think there's there's differences as I've spent quite a bit of time going to other other dis, or other divisions as well. Uh, and although I think some places it's more clearly spelled out than others, the consistency that's taking place with the with the outcome, the end product of the exam, is not nearly as far off as sometimes people believe it is. So In other words, we really. I, yeah, I've watched I've watched other exams in other uh, in other uh, divisions, and it is interesting that there's there's quite a bit of consistency in how the examiners see things, but not always consistency in the methods with with, with which they get there, and that's actually changing. That's what this new national standards, you know, uh, uh, process right now that's taking place in fall conference is about. I was just going to ask. It sounds like that's exactly what you're working on is making that consistent throughout the division. Absolutely, throughout the division divisions. Yes, as in, by national. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's you know that's the idea. I mean, if you actually gave a presentation at our Alpine Fall training uh, last week, and so if you look at that, it's the reason that PSIA formed in the first place in 1961 was divisions coming together to try to create more national consistency. You'd think that we could do it a little faster than. What are we closing in on 60 years, you know? <laughs> but the truth is you learn a lot in the process. And so we are, I think we're finding better ways to go about that, you know, and we've uh, enlisted a lot of formal help from places like Penn State, you know, and I don't know if you if you did a podcast with uh, Dr. Pete Allison, but if you didn't. Yes, we have. Yeah, you certainly should have <laughs> if you didn't, you know, but he's helped a lot in guiding the process for how to create greater consistency. And so those are some steps that have changed, which I think are just fantastic. I mean, it's it's awesome to watch because all all divisions come together within their discipline, but also within the context of like teaching or people skills, and they go through a consistent process, you know, and come to some sort of agreement, hopefully consensus, but some sort of agreement on what they believe, you know, these standards would be. And the standards aren't just assessment or exam processes; they're also uh, they're geared towards educational processes. How do we become, what makes a good ski instructor? And that's the question that I think is being asked. And so with more, uh, more formalized processes, we come to more consistent answers. 
And that's, I, we can't thank you enough for the time you've spent on the minutiae and on those long phone calls doing exactly what you said. I mean, I can't imagine what that would be like and how you get the focus needed to come up with something like the with these standards uh, over the phone. Well, there's where the, the plan comes into place. In other words, if you have a, if you have a structure for how you're trying to, it, it's kind of a little bit like you're saying, I'm trying to fill in the blanks you know, in the structure. But the truth of the matter is filling in the blanks with the structure. The structure is still pretty broad, so the blanks are pretty big, you know. So it still takes some time and some discussion, you know. How does how does a person, you know, the folks that I work with in the East, Mickey Stone, who's the, basically the chair in the East, you know, or going out to Greg Dixon in the Northwestern Division, you know, or uh, guys that came from the West and they came from Northern Mountain, Northern Rocky Mountain, it's like in the Central Division. It's like, what's different in your divisions and how do we, how do we find common ground? I mean, that's what this is all about. So, um, but it's a cool process. It's a, you know, it's a sometimes a little time consuming and arduous, but it's, but it's a cool process and it's, it is, I think it's yielding results. So I'm pretty excited about that. You leading any clinics the next couple of days? Well, I'm leading uh, Rocky Mountain Trainer Clinics on Alpine skis the next two days, and then our Telemark Ed Staff Training will take place on Wednesday and Thursday at Loveland. So, what I will, maybe this is a little bit of a, this is a little bit of a pitch. I don't know when the podcast goes up, but if you listen to it, I will tell you that if you show up at Loveland, you will see the largest group of highly skilled telemark instructors skiing together that you would almost almost ever see in the United States. All right, so we'll be there will be not only the Rocky Mountain Division represented, but there will be representatives from the Eastern Division, the Central Division, the Western Division, the Intermountain Division, the North, no, I don't know about Northwest. I'm not sure about uh, Northern Rocky Mountain, but at least, so that gives me six out of eight divisions will be there. Probably 25 of us all together. So it's become a... You know, this is part of been. It's been my uh, my plan to create the premier telemark upper level educator staff. And you've got it. And it seems like it's happening. So, um, so that's that's taking place on Wednesday and Thursday. So I, I get pretty excited about that. It also puts me on the line. It's like, all right, they're coming. You know, where's the goods, baby? What do you got? <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking the time oh. to sit down and chat with us this evening, Jim. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thanks for thanks for having me. Jim Shaw joining us on First Chair from the PSIA ASI Mobile Studios at the Doubletree in Breckenridge, Colorado. I'm George Thomas.